All right, Kevin Barker. Well, last year, when we did the show after the Jays' elimination by the Seattle Mariners, I said it was the type of loss that would shake an organization to its core that there would have to be changes made. Well, I think we can say that part of that change, getting rid of Tay Oscar, the Lourdes Gurriel Jr. deal, some of that was baseball-related. Some of it as well was trying to freshen things up, trying to create change. Um, someone's got to pay for this, don't they? You'd think so. Like, I, it, happening a couple of years in a row, the way the optics of this whole thing look, yeah, well, I mean, taking Barrios out. I, 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 look, going into this, you by how <laughs> you say was getting loose, you knew that they had scripted this thing, right? Yeah. Is that part of the order with those lefties coming up, starting with Kepler and wanting to turn the other lefties around or getting the other lefties out of the game, you know they had scripted this thing because Jose Barrios was dominating them. Like, other than the walk before he took before he took him out, he was dominating. The, the, the slider was really good. It was 12-6. It was back-footing. Uh, the two-seamer, the front hip to the lefties, the velocity – uh, the foot strike, the timing of that stuff, like it was all there. Like he was keeping him in the game. He was doing exactly what he was supposed to be doing. And for whatever reason, the khakis had just had just had to get well, involved, Jeff. And it's, it's like with it's that, gonna, it, what's happening now, it's probably going to cost John his job. I mean, I, I hate to say it that way, but the way this looks, I'm with you. Like the, the lineup's not good enough. And the optics of this game is not good enough. Like, yeah, look, this is this is this, scored one run in eighteen innings. This is a consumer product, and this is a consumer product company. And two years in a row now. And yet, well, I mean, last year. Here's the thing: last year was a surprise to me because of the way the game ended. It was shocking, sure. you know, the collision and all, all that stuff. Springer yeah. being carried off. What kind of bothers me about this is I am not the least bit surprised that the Jays scored one run in this series. If you had said to me, Jeff, at the start of the series, and I know I picked the Jays to win this because, quite frankly, I wanted to pick them to win it so I could say I picked them to win it. But the fact of the matter is, if you had said to me at the start of the series, these clowns would score one run, I'd go, okay. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. No. It wouldn't surprise me. Uh, the numbers, as always, 416-870-0590, star 590, 1-888-666-0590. The Jays have lost 2 nothing to the Minnesota. Folks, when that second run came in, Barker and I looked at each other and said, okay, let's get ready to, you know, I'm going to plan for my Thanksgiving weekend. And we knew this team down 2 nothing. I mean, stick a fork in them, bury them, whatever you want to call it. There was no chance in hell these guys were going to come back. But they had chances to come back. They After had chances, chances to score runs in this game. And they didn't come through. And isn't it remarkable? This is the thing about baseball. Is it not remarkable? Like, I swear to God, you could hit Matt Chapman 15th in the order, and he would come up with a man on well, base. Uh, all, but- so he is, you know what? He's the bad karma magnet. 
for this. You could put him anywhere, and he was going to come up in, in, in a clutch situation. To, of course, not come John's through. been trying for three quarters of the year oh, to yeah. hide him. We know can't that he, do it. He's moved him around everywhere in the we order know that to get want, him out of the way. We know that we wanted to it. hit. We know that we wanted to hit him ninth at one point. He That's wanted right. to hit him ninth at Absolutely one point this year, but right. well, you know, we can't really do. That. Can't do that. Anyhow, uh, a lot to talk about. Obviously, the pitching decision. Uh, the oh. lack of offense. You didn't even mention Vladdy getting picked off second. Give me a chance to get wrapped. Oh. Give me a chance to get oh. warmed up. Uh, Vladdy getting picked off second. And I will let you describe. I will let you describe that because I may say that word that I said in the room when I kicked the thing. Um, and I really don't want to do that. Not tonight. Um, Vladdy gets picked off second. Yesterday we saw both thrown out at home plate. This is what kind of. This is why I think this is this is a crucial moment for this organization. Bo and Vladdy are 0 for 6 in the playoffs in terms of games won. They've combined for, are we at 2 RBI now? That's I guess it, so. Buddy. 2 RBI mm-hmm. from your cornerstone players. Two of the best prospects you have had in this organization. Um just it's it's not good enough. It's not good enough for this payroll. Mm-mm. It's not good enough, frankly, for the city, and it's not good enough for this fan base. It it it's just not. And um, yes, we can sit here, Kevin, and say that this is what the whole year was about. As I said yesterday, I said what is it? October third, September third, June third. Same thing. Same old Blue Jays can't beg, borrow, or steal a run. But now that we've kind of finished that. This has got to change. This was a team that was a badly constructed team. It's a team that all, looks to me like it was almost accidentally put together. It looks to me like it was a team put together of a bunch of plan Bs in terms of the lineup. And I keep getting back to this. Ownership ponied up this year. Oh, no question. Ownership stepped up to the plate. That Ownership's fixing up a ballpark without tapping into the, you know, without tapping into the public purse to build a new ballpark. They ponied up for this. And um, frankly, they deserved better. Yeah, all you need to know. Ownership for, deserved better than what this team gave them this year. For, for me, all you need to know is is Dalton Varshow was trying to bump for a single with first and second oh, and second God. inning. That, that, that Small for, ball. That, for me, sums it up right there. Like, basically, you're trying to lengthen out that lineup so maybe because he's driven in, I think, 26 runs in the last two months that he'd run into one. I, that's the whole reason why you're putting him down there. Simplify it, get a fastball down, let it eat. Darren and Whitby, you're on Blue Jays Talk. We got a ton of calls. We are here till 9, 416-870-0590, star 591, triple A, triple six, zero five ninety. We're going to John Schneider's news conference live because I want to find out what the hell went on and who the hell made that call and what the hell they were looking at when they made that call. 416-870-0590, star 590, 2 nothing. The uh, Blue Jays have lost to the Minnesota okay. Twins. Twins go on to face the Houston Astros. I guess if you want to, if you want some comfort, the Rays lost to Texas. Yeah, it is. The, the Rays are toast too. No, no, because you were bragging about oh, you played the Rays. They can't hit either. I'm just saying. So, <laughs> I had to listen to that for five you know innings listen, in the other room. Yeah. You know what? Listen, yeah. listen to the so guy. No, listen like to it. the guy who's watched <laughs> thousands and yeah. thousands of games. Yeah. And. Doesn't look at a team's record in the regular season and go, boy, you know, boy, they've only got 80, uh, 87. We don't want to play. We'd rather play them than the team with 97 wins. 
You would have rather played the Rays. You would have beaten the Rays. You ain't beating the Twins. Yeah, I've those been two starting pitchers, Sonny Gray today. There isn't. Uh, you could play. You could play a hundred and fifty innings against Sonny Gray, and they wouldn't get a hit. They would not score a run. Do you feel better? I do. Okay. Russell, New Jersey. Go ahead, Russ. Good evening, good evening, gentlemen. Um, you know, we could talk about Barrios, and it's a head scratcher. I'd love to know who decided that, because like you guys said, you know, here in, in, in the U.S., I was watching Kikuchi warm up, and I'm going like, they showed him. I'm going like, well, what's going on here? And, you know, Barrios faced the Twins earlier this year, gave up zero runs. Okay, I know he walked about four or five guys up, but that's – that's just a dumb move. The Guerrero's just terrible, terrible baseball. But at the end of the day, like you said, it's another game we got to score. It's a Dalton Varsho ends the season. That's how the season should end with a guy that just can't hit. Okay, swing wildly. What about the dude okay. in front of him? Like that, the game ended with Chapman and Varsho striking out in six pitches. And I mean, the dude throwing the ball had a cut finger, for God's sake. He could have he could have thrown with his other hand, and he would have struck those two out. I mean, seriously, you know, you know. he could have thrown it with his other hand, and he would and he, he wouldn't even need his glove. I mean, he could have he just could have thrown it barehanded, left the glove in the mound, and uh, anyhow, go ahead. Anyways, you know, I I you know you talk about and you could talk. I know you mentioned Schneider's job and. But Ross Atkins has to be, you know, has to, has to you know, be, take responsibility here. You know, I saw a guy named Gabriel Marino. He actually ran into a pitch and hit a home run last night. Yep. You know what I mean? We gave that guy up. Donaldson even had a couple hits last night, which was surprising. But you got rid of Teoscar, who I think had 93 RBIs. He did struggle down the end of the season. But, you know, a little bit the difference, and I know we lost last year both games, but Teoscar two homers. In game two, you know, last year. Oh we yeah, hey, Teoscar Teos- posted Teoscar posted up in the postseason last year, offensively at least, no doubt about it. Right, and 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 the bottom line is the Blue Jays. You know, Bichette did have four hits, but the Blue Jays did not get. You know, they just like you guys said when it was two nothing, it was over. They say it, it, it's like it's like, and, and let me tell you something. The Minnesota Twins are not a great lineup. They have a lot of wild swingers. I, I couldn't believe they took Barrios out of the game. He was pitching so well. He's the and you're looking at the one guy that can beat you. It looks like from the, you know they have, obviously they have a couple of decent errors, but he's he's the hottest guy. He walks him and then boom, he's out of the game. Listen, it's it's going to be a long off season. We know Chapman's going to be gone. And you know we'll see we'll see what they do, but they got to bring in some guys. You can't have Bichette had a great uh, latter half of the year. He can't. Be, he's not a fifth hitter. No, he's just not. I'm not saying, in the team that wants to. A lot of Plan B. A lot of Plan Bs. Yes, you do, <laughs> Russ. I appreciate the call, yeah, man. Thanks, we got to move on. Thanks, Russ, as always, and thank you for uh, your contributions all year. Four one six eight seven zero zero five ninety star five ninety one triple eight triple six zero five ninety. So here is a scenario. Uh, fourth inning, Jose Barrios, who you've got under contract for another four or five years. One of the main reasons why you're here. He's one of the main reasons no why question. you're here. Uh, he's on 40. See, he, he he walks Royce Lewis to open the inning, which from where I'm sitting is not the worst thing in the world mm-hmm. to do, although he did get Royce Lewis to hit into a double play in the first inning. Anyhow, he's taken out of the game after 42 pitches. 
You bring in Yusei Kikuchi. And this is where I really got confused. Like, I'm sitting there thinking, okay, if you're going to do that, I understand what you're going to do. You want to bring the lefty in, and you hope that that uh, Rocco Baldelli is going to flip some of his left-handers. Mm-hmm. I, I get all that. But if you are going to do, oh, you know what? Let's go right away to John Schneider. I'll continue my rant on the other side. Hi, John. Just uh, looking broadly at these past two days, um, what would you point at uh, for what went wrong or an area where you needed something to, to really happen here for you? Needed uh, Chappie to have better direction on a couple balls off his bat. Uh, needed to not get picked off second. Needed to get big hits when we needed to. Um, one run in two games, one extra base hit isn't going to cut it. They didn't do much today. I think they had one ball in the air. Um, some ground balls found some holes. And, um, yeah, you know, it's this time of the year, it's timely hitting. Um, they got it yesterday with Royce, and they got it today with um, Polanco and Carlos. And then just uh, beginning with the, the pitching strategy today, moving from uh, Jose to, to Yusei, was that the spot that you had targeted going in, or, or what went into that plan and the decision to go there? Yeah, we had a few different plans in place. Um, Jose was aware of it. Uh, he had electric stuff, you know. Um, tough to take him out. You know, I think with the way that they're constructed, you want to utilize your whole roster. Uh, and it didn't work out, you know. I think you, you can look at it broadly and say it didn't work out because they scored two runs and we did make a change. Um, you can also look at the fact that it didn't work out and we didn't take advantage of, of uh, at-bats we have with runners in scoring position. So, so you can sit here and, you know, second-guess me, second-guess the organization, second-guess anybody. Um, I get that. You know, I get that, and it's uh, it's tough, and uh, it didn't work out for us today or yesterday. But, you know, that's baseball sometimes. There's 29 teams that are going to say the same thing when the season's over. Um, but, yeah, it's a tough way to end the year. Uh, Mike, do you have a question? Just about about the the pickoff at second base. I mean, from day one of spring training, you guys emphasized the little things and the controllables. And how disappointing is it to to have what was a one of your only real chances to score get snuffed out like that? Yeah, it's tough. You get arguably, you know, probably your best hitter at the plate. Um, Sonny's at the end of his pitch count, probably his last hitter. <clears throat> um, yeah, it's tough. It's tough. You know. Um, as much as we talk about it, you know, we've talked about it since February 14th. Um, I think that we can all look each other in the face and say collectively we fell short of executing what we wanted to do. So um, it's not for a lack of information or prep. Um, in that moment, that can't happen. To your left, John, what's Ben? John, obviously a tough loss for the group entirely, and this comes with transition for this team with some guys going. Um, you know, potentially into free agency and, and from there. What conversations, if any, uh, will you have with the group or have you had with the group at this point? Yeah, was in there for a while with them. Um, it's hard, you know. You, you never know when you're going to be together, right? And um, I think what people who don't play don't understand is what you go through every single day, good, bad, or indifferent. And you get a unique opportunity every year to play with a group of guys. I think the the way that they um, stuck together through a lot of ups and downs this season speaks volumes to the the um, the people that are in that clubhouse, not just the players. And it was nice to hear a few of them, you know, say the same thing, um, as well as myself and the staff. It's hard, you know, and it's hard for every team but one every single year. Um, it was a great group, you know. It, it it's It'll always be a great group. You know, I, I say that every single year, but 
um, pretty special between veteran guys and guys that have been here for a while. And, you know, for me and for the staff and the organization as a whole, you're, you're disappointed that that group can't go any farther. And I know it's unfair just a few minutes after to kind of ask you to summarize the, the season, but where does this land for you right now um, just as far as this season ending so abruptly? Yeah, whenever you're not holding a World Series trophy, it's like ripping off a Band-Aid and your season's over, and it's brutal. Um, I do think that with the guys that are here and that will continue to be here, the more often they can be in these situations, it's going to be great for them going forward. So um, in talking to them, you know, how they can slow situations down a little bit more and more with each game and each year that they're in the playoffs, um, that's a good thing. But I do think that when the season, you know, ends so abruptly, um, when you're so invested and you, um, you know, you care about the people that are in the room and the, and the people that you work with, it sucks. And it takes, it takes a while um, when you head home for, for everything to kind of wear off. And Carlos Correa um, had big plays in each of these games. Uh, how impressive is he when he's out there playing short? Yeah, he's good when he's in the field. John, just... Uh just for a little illumination, what, what are some of the things that you guys liked or what led you guys to prefer you say in that spot to Jose? Um, you look at kind of overall body of work, you look at how unique their lineup is, left and right-handed, and you look at what we have in the bullpen, um, right-handed especially versus their right-handed hitters. So uh, in a short three-game series, you're trying to uh, utilize everyone the best that you can, and, um, and today it didn't work out for us. And just in terms, you mentioned it was tough to take Jose out. Uh, is the way he was pitching, could that have prompted you to deviate from, from that thought process? Yeah, I mean, I, I know that, you know, the way that the game is played today, there are a lot of um, numbers involved and there are a lot of opinions involved. And I think that, you know, not only us as an organization or me as a manager or us as a staff, uh, we've showed throughout the course of the year that, you know, you trust people. You know, it's not cut and dry every single day. And uh, whether that means a guy goes a complete game or he goes six or seven innings as opposed to four or five, it's, um, I think it gets um, torn apart a little bit in a, in a game when your season ends. Um, but, yeah, I think it's, you know, it, you, have to, you have to try to take your best chance every single time. Every decision that I make or we make as a staff, as an organization, is trying to, trying to win. And... Um, when you don't win, you know you, I understand the the reactions and the and the opinions that are out there, but it's um, you know you have to look at everyone and what they've done all year, and you're trying to put them in good spots. That that said, as Jose was going the way he was going, does it get more and more difficult for you to say, yeah, this is what we knew we wanted to do, but is this still the right thing to do? Yeah, it's tough. You know, it's tough. It, you know, Jose was. Probably arguably the best the best stuff he's had all year, and um, you know coming into his former team and place that he's familiar with, it was um, it's tough to watch it unfold a little bit. But at the same time, you know I think that when you're when you're so diligent with your work and um, and you trust the people that are that you're working with and the people that you're kind of going to battle with, you know both on the field and and off, um, you just try to make the best decision that you can for the guys that are on the field to win. And, um, you know, Jose, Jose understands that, you know, he is about as good of a competitor as you can get. You know, you look at our entire starting staff that you can say the same about all of them. Um, wanted nothing more than for Chris Bassett than to be on the mound tomorrow. Um, but yeah, I think it's, uh, as it unfolds, it, it's a, it's a fine balance of being, of being uh, consistent and convicted with what, with what you think is right and, and, um, and what's going on in real time. 
finish up quickly with Caitlin. Hey, John. Um, just, you know, guys on this team, Bo, Vlad, Kevin, some of those guys are still kind of looking for their first playoff win. Um, is there anything that they can still take from this experience and continue learning from it? And is there anything connecting some of those losses that you see? Yeah, I think what they can learn from it is, um, you know, how, uh, how attentive you have to be, how every, you know, decision at bat play um, is going to get kind of scrutinized, good, bad, or indifferent. And, um, you know, every year when teams are moving on, it's, it's players sometimes that you do expect and you count on and players that you don't expect are making big plays. Um, so I think going forward, you know, we have all the confidence in the world and the young group that has come up with us um, to be in those spots to make those big plays. And uh, I think what they can take from it is just the fact that you have to be, you know, in a, in a, very, a very high sense of urgency with everything that you're doing. John, thanks so much. Really appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Appreciate the season. Well, that is John Schneider, manager of the Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, She said, plan for everything but Barrios being lights out. Maybe they should have. You know John, Kevin, very well. I've got to know him, but clearly not as as much as you do. Mm. You surprised that the understanding that a lot of people have a say in how and, and this is a thing that really that's going to gall me about this is I think the people who deserve a lot of the blame here, we're never going to know who they are. We're oh, never going to interview them. We're never going to see them. No, you, yeah, you can we, hear it in his voice. Yeah, we're just not. It's going to be oh, yeah. John Schneider's going to wear it. Pete Walk, Pete Walker to a certain degree will wear it. You know, Ross Atkins, that that comes with the territory. But there are people who probably deserve a whole hell of a lot of criticism here that, yeah. that, that aren't going to get it. Predicting the future is tough. Right? Gotta that's what a- they try and do. Got to ask you this, though, Kevin. Jose, Br- the best stuff he's had all year. Um, I mean, we're just watching him on TV come off the field. This is maybe the first time since he's been with the Blue Jays that I'm looking at Jose Barrios and going, dude, you're my ace. Like, you just look like you're my ace. Um, if you're John Schneider... Do you need to have the stones to basically say, I'm sticking with this guy and going again? Like, is it too much for me to expect John Schneider? Because I cannot imagine John Schneider, baseball guy, wanted to make this move. Is it too oh, much for me? Okay. Is it too much for me that, to, to, to wonder why John Schneider just didn't stand and, up in this and, situation and, to, and, and, and say, I'm doing it? In today's game, absolutely. If you, I mean, if you like your job, you're going to do what you're told. I mean, it's, that's basically what this comes down to. Like, the old manager, other than a couple, is just not in existence anymore. Gibby would do that? This is the... <laughs> uh, no, uh, but right, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, just I'm saying, saying any old, name, really? any old, Yeah, probably hey. not. Any old school, but any old school manager. Like, again, uh, this guy is pitching I mean, John, lights out. John, and, and here's, But here's the thing. You know, we want to... And John said this. I want to put we we want to put our guys in the best position to win. You brought a guy in who hasn't relieved this year. This is the other thing that doesn't even get touched. Okay, if you're going to play the lefty righty game, which I think is silly, anyhow. But if you're going to play the lefty righty game, why aren't you bringing Genesis Cabrera? Yeah. Why aren't you bringing Tim Mazin? Why aren't you bringing a lefty who's come into the game instead of bringing in a dude like this? Dude's never yeah. had to pitch well, in a clutch well, situation well, in his they, life. They didn't bring, bring the, they in. didn't bring those guys in because they're not good at pitching to righties. The point was is to flip the lefties and get righties in there because their bullpen for the Blue Jays has a bunch of righties in it, and they got a better chance 
of ending the baseball game yep. with those righties throwing to those righties. Yeah, but I, my, I, I, I'm, I'm saying, not saying I like it. Why not? I, go but to, that's the point. Why Kikuchi instead of Cabrera? Because he's better to pitch in the righties than he is, than Cabrera is, because he's done it all year. That's the reason why. It, yeah, it's ridiculous. And the optics of that whole thing is asinine. Let's be honest, it is. Barrios was dominating him. I mean, the. All you need to know is when that thing's moving his fastball at the velocity that he added, that's a tough get. And what is the reason why they're in the playoffs? The rotation. We've been bragging about Barrios and you say Kikuchi yeah. all year. If that if they didn't have those two guys, then what? Yeah. Every once in a while, very have, have a little faith in what got you there. Lean on them. Say it just enough. How about we just stay out of it? Stay out of it. Let the dudes that got us here, if we're going to die, let them, let them go out there and do it. So yeah, I got. This, I don't just. I don't understand, I, especially I think, the way their offense is and how yeah, good their pitching's is, been. I just don't understand. Like, it. And that's the it's other ridiculous. thing too. You know, you you can't manage this game like we're eventually going to get a hit. You're not. You, your your team isn't going to get a hit. There's nothing this year to suggest you're going to get a hit. I just just roll with the guy, the pitcher that's going for you, and. I mean, yeah, we do get backed it though. They didn't. They didn't score any runs. They had. A, they had that great opportunity to score runs. Vladdy gets picked yeah, off. Yeah, the base running's atrocious. Like it, it's a joke. Yeah, that, Big, bigger again. Bigger dudes. It's easy. Bigger dudes get real flat-footed on the bases. I'm a big dude. Why do you think I was when I was running the bases, especially at second? You get a small lead and a big secondary lead. You want to know why you get a small lead? It's because you're a big dude and you don't want to talk that shortstop into going. Yeah. Hey, let's pick him off because he's. Flat-footed and he's slow. It's baseball one hundred and one. And I'm going to say this. Hard. I'm going to say this too, uh, because I heard some of the questions of John. Uh, Vladdy and Bo aren't kids anymore. We got to stop treating these guys like they're twenty-year-old kids. They got a lot of major league experience under their belt. They can't be. They cannot be. They cannot be making dumb plays in the base pass. This isn't Cam freaking Eden. This is Vladdy and Bo. They've been in these situations, and. In a certain, to a certain degree, having the fact, the fact that those two key outs in this series were made by Vladdy and Bo really kind of, that's almost like an extra, that's almost like an extra, an extra dagger. They had one hit that was not a single, Jeff. Yeah. They had one extra base hit, the leadoff, the leadoff double that was stranded. One extra base hit. One extra base hit. Matt Chapman comes up, bases loaded. It's into a double play. Again, we talked about this all year. Matt Chapman. Even John said it. Direction, right? It's what he's been doing all year. He's been trying to pull the baseball front side. Every time he talks to Hazel, it's always the same thing. I'm trying to keep front side in and think right center. Like it's well, you've had like four and a half months to figure that out. That's that's the thing, right? It's just again, when you're trying to hide dudes and for whatever reason, that bad luck thing comes into play. I and mean, guess who walks to the plate? You know what? And that's sort of what they always the they always is. say: the ball finds you. Like you can try to hide a bad fielder, the ball finds you. And when you're going through the year that Matt Chapman was going through, it's going to come around. Your your time's going to come around on the mm-hmm. lineup. And I, again, other than hitting him 15th, I I don't know what the hell John Schneider. Well, I'll be on another team next year. How about that? Andrew in London, you're on Blue Jays talk. Hey, guys. Uh, thanks for taking my call. First-time caller, long-time listener. Thank you and been welcome. Fan, been a fan since 1985, so I've seen a lot of baseball. Uh, not as much as your caller from yesterday. <laughs> but, uh, well, yeah, and you did. You also had the grave misfortune of not being a national champion, which, you know. Yeah, I'm not. So uh, there you go. Oh, okay, man. I was 
I was extremely upset when Bur- Burrios was taken out. I was I was on pins and needles to be honest with you how well he would pitch, but uh, I just sort of tuned out. Like 2023 baseball, Blue Jay baseball, is this it? Like unbelievable. I uh, I sucks, want doesn't it? For this, to be honest with you, it sucks, um, doesn't it? Not like th- this. The 2023 Blue Jays baseball was a whole lot of suck. It was. Um, I know this. This may not resonate with. Um, you, Jeff, I think, but uh, uh, one comment I saw on Reddit was uh, Vlad's uh, movie that he said uh, for his career almost now has been a comedy of error. Mm, which right. I, uh, you saw the trailer last year, the feature's going to be this year or something like that? Yeah, yeah. A comedy of errors, really. And, yeah. then, uh, and then the khaki money, I, I really think the khaki money should be uh, reduced now and uh, spent on base running and... Uh, Ah. And teaching them how to hit and runners in scoring position, you know, training-wise. So. Andrew, uh, listen, I appreciate the call, yeah. and you've given me the perfect launching point because here's what here, here's what has to happen. Okay, here's what has to happen. Um, I, 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 I don't know if anybody's going to get fired. Uh, I don't know if Ross Atkins will get fired. I don't know if John Schneider will get fired um, because I just, I don't know. I, I don't know what Mark Shapiro and ownership must be thinking right now. I just don't, and I'm not going to, because I like my job so much, I'm not going to attempt to put myself in their position. Mm -hmm. But here's the least thing. Can we all agree that, one, this is a bad lineup. Mm -hmm. It's been bad all year. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. So let's do a deep dive into how this lineup was put together. Where does that blame lie? Two, we need to have a serious discussion about how this organization goes about talking about hitting. And, I'm, and, and we've talked about this all year. The approach, if, if you can come up with an overall team approach, right? I understand this is a game of individuals, Kevin, mm-hmm. but we've seen teams like Baltimore, have identifiable, I mean, Kevin Gossman talked about, they have a, an, an identifiable mm-hmm. approach. Whoever is putting together the process that we were told to trust so implicitly, um, there has to be a change there. There no has question. to be a change about how this organization conceptualizes offense because it isn't working. And this is... Again, this is two years in a row, two years in a row where at crunch time, this team just wasn't, it, it just and wasn't I'm going to take that a little further too. The last couple of years, Vladdy's going backwards. You got If he's coming back next year, you're not going to trade him in the off season, which I don't think they should, but they need to figure that out. His, what, what, is, what is going on with that? Why is that happening? Does he need help in front and behind? Does he need a better communicator when he's walking by that person to say, you know, this is the way they got you out last last time. Look for this in this spot. Like, does he need that? That's for me. Might figure also, that out. You might also want to have somebody talk to him about his footwork around first Holy base, moly. which I was led to believe Don Mattingly Man, was, was going to have some sort of too. impact. Again, Bo gets charged with that wow. error today. Vladdy's got to move his Base ass off. Base has never the been bank. bigger. David and Kitchener, you're on Blue Jays talk. We're in a roll now. Go ahead, David. Hello. Um, so last uh, last year, first time calling in after that wonderful game, sarcasm there. Last in last year, this year, 
calling in afterwards and I've gone from disappointment to anger. And I agree that the guy sitting in the dugout on chat GPT making decisions needs to go. Look at what Dusty Baker did the other day. He went out, he was going to take the guy out. He looked in his eyes, he left him in. My next comment has to do with Barrios because if I'm, if I'm him now and he, he, he bought into everything, but I'd walk in and say, guys, you didn't trust me. I want to trade. I, I, listen, you know what? I, thanks for the call, David. Um, I don't think Jose Barrios is wired that way. Yeah, I don't either. But I'll tell you what. Um, I'm sure he's thought about it. I'm sure he's thought about it. And this gets to another uh, point. Th- th- this gets to another point that I yeah. that, and we'll have a chance to talk about this, Kevin. But I also want to mention this: um, the Blue Jays got a ton of breaks in this series. They got a lot of breaks in this series. They had a lot of chances. They had a lot of chances. Absolutely. Sonny Gray, we talked. Sonny he wasn't real good. Sonny Gray wasn't very good. How no, many? No. What did you? You, I, were, you were charting well, well, it. Five yeah. of the first eight. Well, yeah. I, I wrote it down because we were laughing about it. Um, he, mean, threw, he threw a lot of balls down the middle. Yeah. Yeah. Five of his first eight pitches were. He's got a really good breaking ball, but a lot of those were down the middle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but this is the thing. This is an or. There are no excuses. They got the breaks. They got the opponent y'all wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, they've been healthy all year for the most part, with the exception of poor Danny Jansen. Yeah. And boy, oh boy, did this series, this series cried out for Danny Jansen. This series cried out for Danny Jansen. Pitching was healthy. George Springer was healthy. They kept all their dudes on the field, with the exception of Bo getting hurt a couple times. This is the sad thing is, I think this team. This is as good as this team could possibly be. And that is sad. Yeah, I agree with that. I don't think this team is, I don't think this is a matter of this team didn't reach its ceiling. This is as good as this group can conceivably be. Yeah, the everyday guys. And they're not good enough. Yeah, I think the Barrios thing, the, the, the reality of this is the Blue Jays are not the only team that would have done this. Uh, the, the, a lot of teams, oh, Kevin a, Cash, lot of teams a lot of teams way over and I was going to say the call so, yeah, and the caller's the, yeah. point too Dusty Baker's got a ring Dusty Baker's been around he's forever he's not John Snyder bingo exactly Guy and Maple you're on Blue Jays talk hey guys uh, give me a minute here <laughs> but uh, I want to talk about Tito D and Tito Dunn and I got to start off with Tito Dunn so last year game two our manager basically pulled our guy early we lost the game we all know how that ended same thing this year. The guy's throwing maybe his best game. He was fired up, pumped up. Yeah, he looked like he wanted to be out there. Like he, he, he wanted this. He wanted that. He wanted this. He looked confident. I never seen him that confident. You take him out after 39 pitches for what? To bring in a guy who you've coddled this whole season, put a blanket on him, and he's been a coward the last 10 games this season. He was he was barely getting through five innings. And you bring him in for what? To maybe get one of their 200 hitters out of the lineup? Are you kidding me? Yeah. Schneider is not a good manager. I've been saying this all year. He's cost us games all year. It was a weekly conversation with you guys. Why does Schneider do this? Why is Chapman batting in the four-all? Why is he putting this guy all season long? This guy is horrible. And as far as Tito D is concerned, and Tito D being Atkins, 
This is the fourth consecutive year he didn't do what he needed to do. He didn't get the bats that he needed, and I'm sick and tired of hearing people say, oh, there wasn't any bats. Oh, I'm with you, man. I've said that, and I've said that on this show, too. I, I do not want to hear from a GM well, GM, well, nobody else did anything either. You know what? Get off your ass and do something. It's your job to make an offer that is so attractive the other team is going to give you what you need. Exactly. What did Miami do? Miami got Josh Bell and Berger who carried them to the playoffs. What did we do? Nothing. Zero. We got Paul DeJong who did absolutely nothing when Bichette got hurt. And he did nothing last year when we needed the bullpen. What screwed us in the end last year was our bullpen. What screwed us this year was our hitting. Both things that Atkins didn't do. Now listen, guys. Shapiro really needs to do something ASAP for this fan base. We've had 30 years of this garbage. We've won nothing, nothing. We won one measly series where we had to, or two measly series against the Texas Rangers, one where we were lucky to get through. And what is this? What have these guys have done in seven years? They yeah. did nothing. And what did they do before this in Cleveland? Nothing. You got to fire, and I have one question, but you got to fire Atkins. You got to let go of Schneider. You got to get rid of this hitting coach, and you got. And thank God Chapman will never have to see him again. How apropos that it was Chapman and Varshal that ended the season. The two guys who were probably the reason why we 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 struggled as much as we did with the bats. But my one thing mm-hmm. that I want. Can you guys hear me? Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. So the the one thing I want to ask you guys is why did Don, like Don Mattingly's been on there? Is this something Don like if Don Mattingly has all this experience, what idiot? would have done the move that Schneider did. Like, how could you, you basically buried yourself with this move. Like, this is the stupidest move I have seen in the history of sports. Like, well, I don't I've know. I've seen, seen some, I've seen some dumb ones, but I got to tell you, this is, um, and, 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 and thanks for the call, Guy. We got to move on. And thanks for, for your calls all year. I know you've been a regular caller and a regular listener and, and we all appreciate it. Look, um, this baseball in 2023, as I said, we won't know there are a lot of people. Ha- There's a lot of fingerprints all over this catastrophe tonight. And unfortunately we're not going to know the identity of a lot of them. Uh, that's just the way it, and that's part of John, part of John Schneider's job is to stand, is to sit up there and, and wear it. Oh yeah. Uh, and that's part of Ross Atkins job too, is to sit there, to sit up there and wear it. Um, that's all I'm going to say. You know, I, I, the feelings are still, so raw. I understand why people would want Ross Atkins fired. I understand why people would want John Schneider fired. I'm not on board yet with firing the manager because I need to know a little I need to know a little more about this. I've thought, Kevin, I don't know about you. I've thought there is a story about 2023 that we don't know. There's something about this team. Something happened to this team. They had the pivot. There's something we yeah. don't know about. There yeah. is a missing piece to this puzzle that they explains had their cleanup hitter, and uh oh, that explains why yeah, yeah. all of this, all of this, all of this stuff happened. But For I got to say this: I don't know what I don't. I don't know what. Uh, I don't know how ownership reacts. I don't know how Mark Shapiro reacts. Um, you know, your stadium was full this year. You've got. You know, more money going into the stadium next year, more revenue going to be generated. This is a big payroll this year. I just, I don't know. I don't know how you react to this, but something's got to change. And it can't just be getting rid of a freaking jacket, right? There has to be a more significant change than that.
And maybe change will happen organically. No Chapman, no Belt, no Kiermaier, uh, no Merrifield, Hyunjin Ryu's contractors. You've got like $60 million to play with mm-hmm. in terms of dudes leaving this year. But that's a lot of work to do. And folks, Bo and Vladdy, tick, 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 tick towards free agency. 416-870. And I know some people out there saying, Jeff, maybe Vladdy getting close to the free agency is not a bad thing. We'll have to have that discussion at some point this year because we are getting to that point in the dude's service time where if he doesn't have a long-term contract, you're starting to have the discussion, okay, what do we do? Do we hang on to this guy? until his contract's over and let him walk as a free agent? Or do we try to get something for him? You Roll your eyes at me. you got to have that discussion at some point, Kevin. Because uh, tell you what, I can go for six in the playoffs with or without Vladdy. I can lose six consecutive games in the playoffs with or without him. Yeah, that's fair. 416-870-0590, star 591, triple A, triple six, zero five ninety. Everybody's fired up. We're fired up. You're fired up. Two nothing. The Toronto Blue Jays have lost to the Minnesota Twins. Folks, the 2023 season... <laughs> It's over. We'll get back to your phone calls. It's Blue Jays Talk on Sportsnet 590, The Fan. All right, let's continue the dialogue, shall we? 2 nothing. the Blue Jays have lost to the Minnesota Twins. You're a barker. If only you guys could see, could see our faces today. My. I that sucked. There's a lot. That yeah, just was. sucked. That stunk. That well, Not the, as the, bad the, as you know, last year. You know, this, you know, this is, the way it the way it ended with the two punch outs. Well, that was fitting. Was fitting. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, I mean, it was like six. It's like, it's like you look down, you look up, it's over. It's like, like what happened? I thought his thumb was hurt. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Holy. Yeah, it was not a. Uh, well, they went down swinging. There you <laughs> Let's go. put it that way. Old they, they, try. They went. <laughs> They went down swinging. We can say that about the Toronto Blue Jays. 416-870-0590, star 591, triple A, triple six, zero five ninety. Your chance to vent uh, another lost Blue Jays season. It can't put it any other way. Uh, it can't sugarcoat it. Um, that embar- that, that, I, it's, it's embarrassing only in the fact that an, that, that the organiz- an organization that spends this much money deserves better. It's embarrassing, but it's not surprising. Predictable. Today, today was a re- today was yes. a repeat of what we saw yesterday and the two days before and a month before that, three months before that, and two and a half months before that. I mean, it was a, at, at least they were consistent. Every team struggles to find consistency. God love the Blue Jays. They were consistent. They were consistent. You knew, you knew when John said everybody's available. That wasn't good. No, that was not <laughs> that was, good. That was not a good thing to hear. That was not They're good. They're way overthinking. That was not good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They they uh, there's computers going nuts. Yeah, this, like, this is an organization yeah, that this is an organization that uh <laughs> holy they, they have a difficult time getting out of their own way. I think we can say that. Well, that's um but again, you know, this is the way this organization's constructed. It's built on analytics, it's a process driven organization. Just the way it is. Just the way it is. Uh, Jose Barrios uh, talked to the media after the game. Before we go to that clip, a couple of things. First of all, really kind of, I guess, cool moment. Jose Barrios, of course, was a very popular member of the Minnesota Twins. He stayed in the dugout in the third base side while the Twins celebrated on the field. It was kind of cool. A couple mm-hmm. of the Twins players went over to him and hugged him. Um, he he was pretty emotional. And, uh, well, this is this is Jose Barrios after the game talking about, I, I guess, the only thing anybody in the city is going to be talking about, uh, John Schneider and uh, his hook. 
Were you aware of the plan going into this game? Uh, obviously, I know that I, we, we are like a elimination game, so we had to give all we got in this game, and uh, that's what I did. I was trying my heart, uh, pitch by pitch, you know, and that for inning, I started inning with walk of the guys, so we don't have many room to, to give chance, so, I mean, I understand the move, so I had to deal with that. It seemed like you were dealing up until that point. I mean, even though Lewis at bat, I mean, that was a long at bat. Um, I mean, how frustrating is that? To, to, I mean, you're used to going deep in the games, obviously. I mean, it is, honestly, like, like a competitive guy. I mean, everybody know I really work hard myself. So, but like I say, we are in the elimination, elimination game, so we don't have many room to to give chance to other teams. So, yeah, that 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 bat was, you know, long one. He took great bat. He been doing he been doing that. Yesterday and today, so. But uh, other than that, I feel pretty good about it. Obviously, I feel frustrated and bad because we lo- I lost. But you know, life's still on. Yeah, that is Jose Brios. You could tell his voice was catching there. Uh, I, frankly, I think somebody owes him an apology, but uh, he probably won't. Uh, uh, that that probably won't be forthcoming. He certainly didn't say, "Yeah, absolutely." It's what we talked about at the start of the game. He didn't bite on that question. He talked about wanting to give. Zoll and everything. And, and again, even if they had talked about it before the game, like at some point, man, you look at a guy who's dealing and, and he got us here. Got us here. Yeah. And the thing is, you know, the thing is, I understand you want to get, you know, you want to force Rock of Bell, Baldelli to get his righty guys in so then you can get your righty. I, I get all that, but yeah, you know, Rock of Baldelli didn't actually take the bait. He left Edward, who, uh, Edward Julian in. Like it's not like he emptied the bench of all his righties, um, and man, I I don't know. It was it, yeah. It's it, what it, it was two nothing. I'm not scoring any runs, and I've got a dude on the mound that not so, only am I going to have to trust him this year. You know, I'll tell you this: if this team gets back, and this team probably will get back to the playoffs at some point, oh, one yeah. would think Jose Barrios is going to be pitching some big you playoff games so. for him. Well, how, how about if he left him in and he gave it up? John can come out on after the game and go. You know what? He's one of our better pitchers. I was going to, I'm leaning on it. Yeah. He's one of the main reasons we're here. Yeah. He earned it. There's a lot of stuff we need. There really is a lot of stuff we need to unpack. I mean, the whole thing with Jordan Romano and Jordan Hicks, what happened in yeah, the weekend. Yeah, he's a closer now. Uh, you know, John Schneider <laughs> told us in our show, who gets, the ball in the, who gets the ball in the ninth inning? He said Jordan Romano on Friday. Something changed between then. Friday and Saturday. And Saturday. Yeah. And I, I, I don't know what it was, uh, but something changed. Mm-hmm. And you saw Jordan Hicks. Boy, he's James, throwing harder now. Yeah, James, in, James in New Brunswick. You're on Blue Jays talk. James, going. Hey, man, what's up? Not much. No, I just just wanted to mention like Chapman's. Uh, that's a game of inches there. A couple hits that he had in the last two games. But uh, do you think Snyder's going to get his uh, pink slip there after he's taken Brios out? He had some wicked stuff. Like, I mean, he might, but it, I. You know, if John Schneider gets his pink slip, then the five or six other dudes I had a hand in, hand in that should be walking with him. Yeah, I mean, tailing fastball there he had in the the strikeout in that first inning was nah, ridiculous. He knew. Yeah, he was good. He, he was good. Yeah. He was good, man. He, yeah, he, he, he was used to that that field. I mean, he come from there. He obviously, yep, he's, good uh, point. He might be used to that. Yep. But uh, I mean, should someone really tell Vlad that he's not in Little League? Little league baseball anymore. Pay attention on the bases like that. I don't think I've ever in my life seen somebody on second and third with a 
cleanup hitter on and get thrown yeah. out. Oh, I have. Oh, it, it, oh, it, it happens a lot. Yeah, it does. Yeah, James, <laughs> thanks, thanks for the call. We're, we're, we're going to move on. Yeah. I mean, the base running in baseball it's is atrocious. It's atrocious. There's no other word for it. That situation, again, Bo, three and two. He's, your, he's the one he guy in the team that's got to hit. Two, right? he, he battled. Yeah, he battled he his ass off yeah, to get the three, three and two. And, and this is, you know, if there's something that I am going to hang on John Schneider, and I'm sure he won't mind me saying this, uh, we had a lot of talk in spring training about attention to detail, the Schneider rules and all these things, Schneider principles. This team played with its head up its ass often when it was on the base pass. And, um, yeah, that's on the players. The players have to be smarter. But I'm just going to be flat out honest, Kevin. I haven't seen a Blue Jays team, and they played good defensively. This oh, is yeah. a good defensive team. Yep. I don't know if I've seen a Blue Jays team make as many, and I'm, this is probably recency bias, mm-hmm. make as many errors on the base pass and look as shoddy in the base pass as this team did in key situations. What do I say to you all the time? I say when you're hitting the way you're supposed to be hitting, it's amazing how good your defense looks. Don't yep. I tell you that all the time? All it's time. like that bow thing last year, right? When he was raking, yep. his defense tend to go to another level. When you don't hit the way you think you should be hitting, other things suffer, right? Then you start not paying attention to the little things. Your lead, how you go first to third. Should you look at the third base coach? All those little things. And when you don't, it tends to look the way it's looking. So, yeah, I'm with you. Johnny in Vancouver. Johnny Canuck. Can I call you Johnny Canuck? What's going on, Jeff? What's going on, Kevin? Uh, I got a question for you. Guys. Didn't bite okay. on it. Mm. Can I ask you again? Can I call you Johnny Canuck? Oh, I didn't hear that. Yeah, uh, yeah my whole life people have been asking me that question. Go ahead. That's all good. Okay, Johnny Canuck, go ahead. <laughs> okay, my question is, if a tree falls in the woods and no one's around to hear it, does it actually fall? This relates to the Blue Jays season. You know, if you play season after season and you get swept out of the playoffs, do you even make it, right? Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. my, like, it's, it's just so frustrating. And, you know, I look at this team and it's just like, are we even playoff worthy? You know, the, the flaws we had all season, lack of timely hitting, uh, bonehead base running, all right, and also questionable bullpen moves. That's my personal opinion. None of that got corrected for the playoffs. It got magnified, yeah. right? And so, you know, like, our, what do we need to do here? What, what, what do we need to do moving forward to, to actually win a playoff game? I wasn't even hoping we win a series this time. I was just hoping one playoff game that we can cheer about. That wasn't even asking for that much, and they couldn't even do that. Yeah. Listen, Johnny, uh, I mean, here's the thing. There, there will be – there's going to be change organically. Uh, Chapman's gone. I mean, we've gone through this. Chapman's gone. Kiermaier's gone. Belt's gone. I'm not picking up Whit Merrifield's option. Uh, Hyunjin Ryu's money is off the books. Like, I just did some rough, rough math about, well, in between the first and second strikeout of that ninth inning. That, yeah, yeah. That I had well, you during had the six pitch. Got to hurry. Got to get it done because <laughs> the human air conditioners are up there. Uh, they're going to save about $57 million, or They're going to have about $57 million off there just it, 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 as a as an estimate, fifty seven million dollars off their off their their payroll next year anyhow. So they're going to need an everyday third baseman. Um, they're probably going to need another. You're always going to need another starting pitcher. It's just you you clean just are. Hitter. You need a cleanup oh. hitter, and um, you know, and and you got to. I mean, I I don't know. The bullpen to me now is in disarray. It is. The bullpen to me is in disarray. I, I don't know what's going How through. How do you win a World Series without a closer? I don't know what's going through Jordan Romano's mind right now. Well, he's throwing harder, so he, he's mad mm-hmm. at somebody. But, uh, 
you know, the problem this team has is there's not a lot out there in the free agent market. Uh, I, I've got to think, I've got to think the Jays will at least make a call on Shohei Otani. Why not? Mm. Um, I'll do it for them if they, if they want. Um, if they can't, you know, I don't know if it's going to take too many people to figure out how to make a call to Shohei Otani. There might be 30 people involved in the process, but if they can't get around to it, I'll, I'll give them a call. Um, you know, you're going to have to do something via trade. It's as simple as that. And, um, well, look at this team. What are you going to trade? You know, I, I, again, this is, I can't stress this enough. This is, this is two years now. And when you have back-to-back years like this, I'm going to borrow a phrase Ross Atkins. You've got to open the hood and check what's under the hood. And you got to make sure that, you know what? Maybe the engine, maybe I need to make some repairs to the engine. Maybe I need to change the engine. Because uh, this isn't good enough. Mm-hmm. This is not good enough by any stretch of the imagination. Delhi in London, you're on Blue Jays Talk. Evening, gentlemen. Thanks for having me on once again. No problem. Um, just just a couple of uh, uh, quick points. First of all, Jeff, we got to give you your flowers, man. You called it on the raise. No, I didn't. Oh, I mean, I, I oh yeah, I see what you mean. I actually predicted the Rays to. Well, we don't need to mention that, but yeah, I wanted to play the Rays instead well, of it, the Twins. I did. Yes, I did. That's right. That's right. It's worth mentioning. Good call on that one because they look like a joke against uh, Texas. Unfortunately, the Jays look like a joke also. So I don't yeah. know how much better they could have done against uh, the Rays. They would have beaten the Rays. Run. Rays would have made. The, they would have <laughs> beaten the Rays. Just trust me. Well, I would have hoped they would have scored a run at least. You yeah, know what I mean? Maybe. But. But, uh, yeah, and the other thing is, I mean, this is this is just a straight-up organizational failure. Everybody says, you know, any sport, it starts from the top. And it seems like, you know, when Anthopolis was there, he would be constantly on the phones, scouting, getting in, putting people in the trenches, whether it's Venezuela, Puerto Rico, Cuba, wherever, trying to get the best guys he could. And it just seems like with the Shackens administration, it's, it's more or less, you know, just – Cheap trades and cheap signings. Oh, okay. What? What's your cheap signing? No, no, no. I mean, in terms of like, like they spent guys a, who haven't really established themselves in the league as like, like Chris Bassett. Hitters. Chris Bassett. No, no, he, no they done. They done well with the pitching. Kevin Gossman. Yeah. They short. They short up the pitching. Yeah, they spent a ton of money on George Springer. But um, money's not a money's not an issue. Hitters, no, money's not an issue in this. Well, who? I mean, you know. Take a look at this team. Uh, George Springer's making a ton of money. They're not, you know, you've got Bo and Vladdy. And yeah, admittedly, we probably look at that a little differently now than we did at the start of the year. But at the start of the year, if Ross Atkins came in and said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to spend a lot of money to replace uh, to replace Vladdy. You would have looked at him and said, "You're, what are you doing? I mean, they've spent money. Um, that's not the issue. Uh, they haven't... They haven't done stuff in the cheap. What I think has happened, I, th- I think, I think maybe the term would be they overspent money on what? Just on, on Springer, maybe uh, just to, just to bring guys in because they probably didn't necessarily know that it would be a market that they wanted to come to, yada yada. So you got to overpay a little bit for the guys that you want. But I mean, the you know, only guy I think they really overpaid for was Springer. Uh, I, I don't think oh, they yeah, over hundred percent on that one. Yeah, I don't. 100%. I don't think they overpaid for anybody else. But um, thanks. We're gonna we we're gonna get get through our callers and I appreciate the call. I mean, again, this not, the only flaw I see or the major flaw mm. I see in this thing is, is um, I, I just, I, I cannot believe that smart people, uh, 
even khakis, would go into a year thinking that Brandon Belt and Dalton Varsha were the answer for, for, to the middle of the order. I me, just can't. For me, they couldn't trade Teoscar and Lourdes at the same time no. in the same year. You couldn't do that. Like, if you traded one of them, okay. And I can but tell to you. to trade both of them at the same time, now you've traded a 300 hitter and a guy that can hit yeah. 30 and drive in 100. And, and I, can, I can tell you this. And I can tell you this from pretty good sources. I mean, they nobody wanted Teoscar. No, nope. the floor, the Miami Marlins are interested in Teoscar Hernandez, and they were basically giving you something like Eric Swanson. My thought would have been, okay, if I'm not going to get anything for this dude, why do it? I, I, yeah, yeah. And, and, unless I unless unless I think I have a replacement lined up, or it sure seems that way, and it falls through. Yeah, yeah, and maybe what I you, think you nailed that. I, I uh, fingers crossed you nailed that. The, the, yeah, I, I hope I did. If, yeah. if I didn't, fingers then, crossed. I, yeah, I, I mean we can we can debate the Lourdes Gurriel Jr. Moreno for Varshal trade all we want. I Varshal brought another left-handed bat in here and helped. I just think and, it's the it's both and helped. Yes, right? I, I'm That's with all. you. I'm I'm with you. Yeah, uh, I I think making both of those deals and not adequately replacing there those two go. guys was um yeah, was a mistake. Well, I heard Lauren and Simcoe. Blair and Barker love the show. Thanks for having me. Thank three you. Years, three years of fertility. 21, we have an offensive juggernaut. We need a reliever. We didn't get it. 22, yep. we need another reliever. We had an okay team. Missed it. 23, we needed a power bat. And yep. I'm going to be like that Seattle fan. I want a 41-20 guy in my lineup. Not some Brandon Belt. Not a retread. Not a guy on the scrap heap. Not a guy looking for a new contract. If we wanted Cody Bellinger, we should have gave him big money and brought him here. We failed. This is three years. The window is closed. It is mm. time to trade Bo and Vlad and mm. restart. Because if we don't, the two good pitchers we have are going to ask to be traded. Lorna, uh, I appreciate the call. Look, I, I mean, I can't. I, I, I mean, I can't agree with trading with trading Bo and Vladdy at all. I mean, there's the 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 return you're getting. As bad as Vladdy's year was, he's still he's. he's he yeah, still and, drove. He still drove in some runs and, and hit some home I runs. I would and, think other teams see the same thing yeah. that we see. And I've got to tell you something. Yeah. And, and this will this might even light up the phone lines even more. If it's me, uh, at some point next year, I'm sitting down with Bo and I'm saying, you know, let's let's try to cover off two or three years of your free agency because we, you know, we're gonna we're gonna be poking through the embers of this, and there's gonna be a lot of bad things. But you know, Bo Bichette not only continued to be one of the best hitters in the game. He's become a good shortstop. He's removed that from the equation. So Mm -hmm. I will respectfully, I know we're going to have this discussion. I know there are going to be people who think it's time to move off Vladdy. I get that. Um, But I will not. I I, I think the exact opposite is the discussion with Bo. I I think you get him help. You add add to it, protection around it, Mm. it'd make it better. Jim in Mississauga, you're on Blue Jays Talk. Gentlemen, thank you for taking my call. Good evening. We're all disappointed, but I've got to ask. This is this is just, I, I couldn't believe what I'm watching. I know Buck Martinez was also commenting it. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm sure the, Buck's uh, still the, commenting. <laughs> yeah, like why, why, why was our seven-year contract pitcher, our, our guy who is pitching lights out in his own hometown, according uh. to him, and and why at that point in a playoff game aren't you throwing statistics out the window and I saying, know, hey, man. this guy's lights out. He's fished through what? You're, you're signing a guy to seven years and saying a, a predetermined. You're setting a predetermined plan. I'm with you. Or once you get to three and a third, 
And like you said, Jeff, earlier in the show, okay, so he walks the first batter in the at the start of the inning. Big deal. The guy's lights out. He's under 45 pitches at that point, I think. <laughs> I think it was and 47 I, myself, was the final. but yeah. 47. And I'm, I can't believe this. I'm, I'm, I'm pulling my hair off. I'm saying, please, 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 don't do this. I think everybody watching the game was probably saying the exact same thing. So my question is, uh, Mr. Barker, mm-hmm. why does is this plan put in place prior to a game without kind of getting a feel and seeing how the game is being played out, especially the way Barrios is pitching at that point? How do you make a seven-year commitment to a guy, put him in an elimination game and say, you're our guy, and then pitch him for three and a third when the guy's giving you more than you could actually script or dream of? Please, please help me understand this because – because I can't. Yeah, it's a great question. Thanks for the call. Look, I don't, I, how would we answer that? Like, unless we're in the room with the other, however many people are making this decision, this is just not John making this decision, right? No, it's he not. even came out and said that they had a couple of ideas that, that was going to happen one way or the other. And and it just so happens that the way the sort it of the game like the was, one thing was rolling the, along. It, it, that, seemed, it seemed at one point nobody put their hand up and said, uh, just, uh, uh, hey, uh, what if, uh, what if, what if Brios is really good? Okay. What, what do we yeah. do then? Yeah. Well, you know, it's, 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 it seems as if they prepared prepared for every, every eventuality. But Other the fact that, that one. But the fact that the yeah. dude is under contract for the next five years was dealing in his own ballpark. And the, we watched. You saw the dude's body language? Yeah. I, I just I, was, I, I think because everybody else was saying it was Bassett, 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 Bassett pitching in game two that – I would think you'd have enough confidence in the dude that you picked to say, here it is, dude. Go out there and get You're the reason, we're the main reasons why we're here. I, we're going to lean on you. I, I just. Maybe, uh, maybe it was an easier sell because it was Barrios and not Bassett. I, I wonder if Bassett would have went for that. That That's, I don't know. It's a, it's a, Listen, it's a, there's always, I mean, you've been, there's always stuff that goes on in clubhouses and, and relationships and, th- and things we don't, we don't know about. Um, I, you know, I, I want to blame somebody. I got to blame somebody. I got to fire somebody. I might have to fire a couple of people. I just don't know who. <laughs> I really don't. I, 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 I don't know who. Robin Port Hope, you're on Blue Jays Talk. Yeah, you guys aren't going to leave 2023 in the rearview mirror. I mean, we you've heard, you've said it, guys have said it. Said Rob, can, it. can I just jump in for a minute here? Just, I, just hold the line. I'm going to let your Whit Merrifield uh, was talking to reporters after the game. This is from Mitch Bannon. This is Whit Merrifield. Listen to what he says. He was asked about taking Jose Barrios out of the game. I hated it, frankly. It's not what cost us the game, but it's the kind of baseball decisions that are taking away from managers and baseball at this stage of the game. So that from Whit Merrifield. Uh, please continue, Rob. Sorry, but I wanted to get that out there. No, and you guys have said it, right? Uh, Jeff, you and, and Kevin have said it. Yeah. I don't think that our skipper really had a choice unless he wanted to put his personal neck on the line and stand up to the mm-hmm. taxes yep. and say, I'm not doing this. And we all agree that anybody who's been around baseball a long time, if they had the freedom to make the decision, without worry about the khakis, would have left them in. Yep. So let's leave that behind. I mean, we, we, we were not going to win the World Series with this team. We, if we got by these guys, we were eventually going to trip up against a better team, and we just don't have the offensive depth. But here's how what we could do for next year. And I think it's... If you borrow a page from what you saw with the Orioles, where their their drafts finally came through, their talent was at the upper end of their of, of their system, and it's still a lot sitting there, and they're going to be great for a while. But so is ours. And if you just think this this management team is not stupid, they've made some really good signings. 
We've got four anchors in our, our rotation for next year. And if you assume that either Tiedemann or Manoa comes back and replaces Ryu, we got a darn good starting rotation next year. And we got the basic uh, makeup of a good a bullpen. All we have to do is either re-sign Jordan Hicks or another high-end closer, and it's, it's a great bullpen. Even if you let Richards go replace him with uh, Pearson, you still have Green. You still have Romano. You still have Swanson. You still have Cabrera. You still have Mazin. So the pitching is going to be really solid. So what do you do? I think you let the 50 to $60 million worth of payroll walk, not because you could or you should, but you've got the kids coming up who, just by coincidence, you've got a one-to-one replacement on all these guys. Horowitz Ooh. replaces Belt. Elvis Martinez replaces Chapman. Addison Barger replaces Kiermaier. You move Addison Barger to right field with his cannon. You move George to left. No, field. I got to stop you right there. You're not, if, if George Springer's in this team, you're not moving him out of right field. You're not. I, I, I'm, oh, and left and then throw runners out at second and third and all. No, He's got no. The best arm since Jesse Barfield. And no. Davis Schneider can replace Merrifield, and Ricky Tiedemann can replace Ryu. There's how you move so you, $50 million dollars off the payroll. Okay, what about what what about this organization suggests to you that they are going to have? By my count, that's four four guys coming up from the organization contributing right away. Keep in mind, keep in mind that you know that none of those guys are are on according to all the ranking services. None of those guys are close to the Orioles' prospects. That they do not have a Jackson Holiday. They do not have a Gunnar Henderson. I mean, they just yeah. don't. Aurelius Martinez is a young guy who took some good steps this year. But I, I'm sorry, you're not. You can't bring those guys up and try to try to sell a fan base that saw the payroll this size this year that you think you can contend with those young guys. You can't. Listen, the, 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 we all know the pundits and the ranking systems are are just a guess because well, except they're not David when it comes Schneider. to guys like Gunnar Henderson and, and Natalie Rutschman. I mean, they're not. Who would have guessed David Schneider? But David Schneider. That David Schneider was. What was David Schneider again, Bark? You've got he was over thirty-one at one point. Can we stop? Can we stop talking about David Schneider as if he's Babe Schneider? He was O for thirty-one. He doesn't have to when be it Babe counted. Schneider. All he has to do is replace Merrifield's production, which he can easily do. Well, okay, all right. And, and so does Aurelius Martinez. All he has to do is replace Chapman. Is he going to be as good defensively? No, but okay. this is the real deal. How do you know? This, Look what he did to AAA in the last half of the season. The okay. Numbers don't lie. Oh, all right. His, his walk rate went way up. His strikeout weight went way down. His production stayed high. His OPS was around 900. All right. The kid has performed at every level, and he's adjusted at every level. All right. Just like Bo and, and Vladdy did. Okay. They showed. So you're willing to have Orelvis Martinez and Addison Barger in your starting lineup next year and go get him. I think those two guys in Horowitz could be everyday. Okay, we got. Sorry, we got to. We got to move on. I mean, I, I'm not disagreeing with you entirely, Rob. And I, and look, there's a chance. There's absolutely a, a Relvis Martinez took some big steps forward. Uh, I just I've seen nothing from this organization that gives me confidence that they're going to be able to fart out four everyday players for 2024 in spring training. I, I I just don't. I mean, maybe Ricky Tiedemann's right. Maybe Alec Manoa comes back. You know, maybe a Ravels. This is all maybes. You don't have a $230 million payroll in 2023, then come back in 2024 with a bunch of maybes. You don't. I don't think you do. do I don't, you? I, I, it would be tough. That would be a tough sale to a fan base that's had the last two years in the playoffs that 
they've seen now. That, that would be a tough sell. Uh, Vladdy, uh, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. was asked about the move to take Barrios out of the game. This is with interpreter Hector LeBron. And then in today's game, um, Barrios was really dealing today. Were you surprised um, when he came into the game when he did? Obviously. I mean, everybody was surprised. Everybody was surprised of the, of the decision. But, I mean, things that you cannot control, but uh, you can ask yourself many times. But, I mean... It's not our decisions, but yeah, we were we surprised. That uh, Hector LeBron interpreting mm-hmm. for Vladdy Jr. There is a great camera shot, by the way, uh, of 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 Bo and Vladdy. You saw that. Yep. Bo leaning over to Vladdy, whispering. I would love to know what they were talking about. This was just after the Brios decision. Both of them looked. Why do you say something. getting loose? The, you know there something was, I don't know. Is he hurt? And there were some. There were some shots of that and dugout. Guess. You know, go back and look at some of the. If you can, go back and look at some of the shots of the dugout when all that was going on. And um, yeah, th- there was. There's a story there. Uh, trust me, as an old reporter, there's a story there. There's something you can tell by looking at things and and seeing how people are acting and seeing how people are reacting. There is a. Uh, there's a story there, and. Um, I just hope I hope at some point in the next couple of days somebody gives us an explanation uh for what went on there. And um yeah, I it's um uh, I didn't want to cut, you know, I didn't want to be harsh on Rob because I understand that there's yeah, I, I I'm I'm sure the organization will have guys that'll come up and 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 contribute, but it's just I I can't go into the AL East next year with four rookies thinking that that I'm going to be able to do what the what the Orioles did because there's nothing there's nothing about those any of those players that suggest they're Adley Rushman or Gunnar Henderson there yeah, just I, isn't I would think Vladdy would need a little bit more help around him like it's obvious there's no question now it's it's not are you wondering if Vladdy can do this on his own you can tell he can't uh two nothing I mentioned the score two nothing the uh Blue Jays lost to the Minnesota Why does this Queens. seem like it was 15 nothing? I mean, I... <laughs> it was 15 nothing. Buck essentially <laughs> said the same thing on TV. It feels like it's 7 nothing. It was. Um, <laughs> it just did. At, 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 no point, at no point in this series did I think they were going to win the series, which for someone who picked them to win the series is... Mm. But at no point did I think that, that, that there was just no sign that anything was going to happen. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, we're we're going to... Uh, Scoot in a couple of minutes. Anything you want to say just to tie this up? We'll be back tomorrow. I, I mean, I think our schedule is 5 to 7 tomorrow. I think we're back with Blair and Barker in the regular time um, for this week. And then, you know, things will change, obviously, with the puckheads coming in and everything like yeah. that. But anything anything you want to say just before we uh, before we break here and uh, and turn it yeah, over I don't, to I don't, the... I really don't think everything's lost here. I do think they have a good team. They, by far, it's not even close to... Are they close to being a great team? I, I think they just need to solidify certain spots. And I think it's obvious spots now, right? It's you need better guys that know how to drive in runs. It's not you can't teach on the fly. You need those established guys. And and I do say guys. I'm not talking about just one, right? You need obvious guys that have different weaknesses than just a fastball up. That's sort of obvious kind of thing. So yeah, I think it's it's a it's a sad time, it's a bad time, but I really do think that they're closer than what we saw the last two games. Oof. I wish I could agree with you. Huh. I think their pitching's good. Pitching is good. Yeah. 
Well, there you go. As we say in these parts at this time of year, drop the puck. Um, Thank you for listening to Blue Jays Baseball, brought to you by Crown Rust Protection. With over 250 locations across Canada, Crown dealers from coast to coast are cheering for our team. This postseason, make sure to stop by your locally owned and operated Crown Rust Protection Center and protect your vehicle from its worst enemy, rust. Good night from Toronto.